you mentioned how nice it was to revisit this show for both of us, but I have to come clean because I've uh, seen very little of the American office. I've seen maybe a half dozen episodes in my life, maybe, maybe seven, eight. Uh, I think it's good. It's funny. A lot of good actors on it. It very much captures the spirit of the British original. And this is quite unfair, but the British original is so close to my heart. Whenever I watch the American office, there's part of me that's like, Oh, but but I've seen perfection, you know? <laughs> well, sorry if I uh, ventriloquized you in, in kind of setting out the party line here, but it was nice for me to revisit this. So I have seen something like seasons one through almost to the end of season, I think, seven. I stopped watching in uh, the episode where Steve Carell is at the bar and he's... Uh, he meets Will Ferrell, and this is clearly like an ominous sign that Will Ferrell is going to replace Steve Carell in the show. And that is just a bridge too far for me. We've had a few people ask us to cover this show. I think a few have said that they revisited it and they haven't found it really holds up. So I just I just want to lay out kind of my own opinion of the show before we talk about the episodes we watched. I was kind of a latecomer to it in as much as I think I resisted watching any of it out of a sort of like, puritanism towards the british one for a few years i mean i probably watched my first episode of it in something like 2009 or something so it was still on the air and i watched the first three seasons that i I had it which i had on dvd multiple times and i only got caught up on kind of the remainder seasons kind of four to seven um just i think in the past year and i discovered that after season four when i in my opinion things kind of start to go downhill there actually are a few really tight episodes, some really, uh, still some really good writing, uh, some really, really funny moments. But in general, I think after season four or five, there is a precipitous decline, um, such as befalls kind of any sitcom or really any kind of show that just stays on as long as this and is so popular that it simply can't be taken off the air. I want to say they made something like 10 seasons of this, and it's got to be like for four of them at least it had just completely jumped the shark or maybe three of them. So cards on the table, that's what I think about it. It's not as good as the British office in the sense of, I mean, the British office is a show where it took three months to write 30 minutes of dialogue. It is just a different kind of TV, a different kind of process. And the the tone of the British one is just so despairing. Yeah, there is a darkness to the British one that I think really can't be matched. Like compare the opening credits of each show, like the the opening of the American office is sort of jaunty and it's got like a fun theme and there you see kind of fun characters sitting around the office. And the British one is like visions of uh, roundabouts and gray office parks in Slough with handbags and gladrags playing, which is such a kind of mournful despairing song like imagining driving to a job you hate when you're on that (laughs) i don't like to be culturally reductionist but i do feel that this reflects a kind of genuine cultural difference and it's it's not just about the fact that these shows were kind of made years apart i mean the image towards the end of the credits for the british office where it says slough trading estate and there's like this very kafkaesque picture of a truck like icon of a truck with an arrow pointing to you towards like the kafkaesque doom that awaits you every day and yeah and the roundabout that just signifies just the grind of post-industrial life that's all very self-aware in the british version whereas yeah the american one is kind of chirpy and it's because most americans have really never known a political or a cultural (laughs) imaginary that can even envision life outside of capitalism. So even though the American one does have 
I, I would argue, a very, you know, jaundiced and kind of critical view of contemporary office life. You know, it's not... it. I would never call it a betrayal of the source material. It's just a watered-down version of it. Right, watered-down is, is one way of looking at it, or... Maybe just it's the same basic idea, but transplanted to a place where it's really impossible to imagine even for a second that there ever was or ever could be anything outside of this. I'm curious, actually, what the listeners think of that, because it's the kind of thing that I think might receive a failing grade on a paper or that, like, I might even be a little critical of if, uh, you know, I saw it written up in the form of a take. But I feel like it actually kind of explains a lot here about the differences between the shows. 